Hi, I'm Marcus, and I support Gen X Grown Up through Patreon. You can too by visiting patreon.com slash genxgrownup. Gen X Grown Up is a YouTube channel, website, and audio podcast you're listening to right now. All made for and by people who love exploring media, games, tech, and toys of yesterday and today through the eyes of Gen Xers who refuse to grow up. Your dinner cannot just be french fries. Basically, life sucks as a grown-up. Welcome back, Gen X Grown Up podcast listener, to the Backtrack edition of the Gen X Grown Up podcast. The Backtrack, of course, is the edition where we pick a single nostalgic topic from our youth and dig in deep on it. I am John. Joining me, as always, is Mo. Hey, everybody. And George. Hey, how's it going, guys? In this backtrack, let me tell you, it is time to take a couple of no-dos because our <laughs> captivating topic Ooh. is the library card catalog you know and love, the Dewey Decimal System. Right. Or don't know. Round of applause, or, everyone. Or no. don't love. <laughs> uh, I think we need to really solicit some new ideas from our public. Well, let me, let me tell you. I think you might be surprised. I learned a lot in researching this. Well, we'll see how it goes. But before we get into that... The best part of the show, probably literally the best part of the show, this episode is going to be... (laughs) Wow, we're really selling it, aren't we? (laughs) Right. It's here for our fourth listener. And we have a a brand new fourth listener this episode. This fourth listener email is from Steve. Hey, Steve. Steve wrote in, his subject line said, Army Men Footlocker. So I know he's referring to the uh, ads in the back of comic books. Yeah. Steve says, hey, guys, love the show. I started listening last year after my twin brother and I started our own podcast about growing up Atari, and we went looking for like-minded shows to inspire us. Their podcast is called Into the Vertical Blank Generation Atari. I actually went and listened to a couple of their episodes, and they were coming right along. Cool. We inspired somebody? I, I, I'm not really. I think they just, they were pre-inspired, then they came looking for us. So that's pretty okay, much okay. how it worked. That's, that's more believable. <laughs> Steve goes on to say, I did buy the Army Man Foot Locker. Wow. Uh, on our podcast, we had said that we had never bought it, but we remembered it. He said, I marked the day it arrived in the mail as one of the saddest days of my kid life. Well, yeah, it was out of the back of a comic book, so. (laughs) That's right. You were destined for disappointment, probably, right? Yeah, but as a kid, you don't know that. He says, I loved the Army Men at the time, and I bought the dollar bags at the grocery store all the time. The ad made the figures look amazing. I especially liked that the molds looked different than the figures from the grocery store. I thought different molds would help me create even more elaborate and realistic battles. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Right. From the advertisements, I could totally see that. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, guess what? He says <laughs> it took at least three months for the footlocker to arrive. Wow. When it came, the first indication that something was wrong was how small the box was. It was roughly half the size of a Kleenex box. Oh my yep. God, really? We had said that it might be like a shoe box when we had guessed what it might be like. Not even. Oh, he says man. his first thought was still positive. The guys who made this thing must be amazing at packing things. He was giving <laughs> way too much credit. That's childhood optimism. Right. But when I opened the box, I found out the truth. The figures were not figures at all. They were flat plastic cutouts and no wider than a dime that stood perpendicular on a flat base. (laughs) They may have even been only molded on one side if memory serves. Oh, Oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. Think how many kids fell for that, too. I know. Yeah. He said they were ugly, useless, cheap, aggravating, and incompatible with anything else. Their only use was under a magnifying glass melted with red crayon to form grievous (laughs) wounds to match my anger at being had. (laughs) Good job. Good job. I'm glad you found a use for them. Anyways, the rest of them just stayed in the Locker serving as an albatross to his stupidity and a warning never buy anything at the back of a comic book again. But the lesson didn't sink in with his twin brother, who not long after could be found still selling greeting cards door to door. And you guessed it, for a BMX 
BMX bike, he sold a grand total of zero. <laughs> oh, so yeah, in reference to... Well, uh, nice to know that we're not the only dumb ones out there. Yeah, well, that's... It couldn't be any dumber than us, I guess. Yeah, that's just true. Steve says, thanks for the podcast. I love it. Steve, and we appreciate you for writing in. We love the fourth listener writes in, uh, especially when they have a story of woe to tell us that we're not alone in our anguish over one of our backtracks. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to hear your email read here on the show, just hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com and we will put it in the queue. With that then, it's time to get into the Dewey Decimal System right Woo-hoo. after this. Yes, Gene. Have you a book on the life of Nathaniel Hawthorne? Why, well, I think we have a number of books you could use. Would you like me to help you find something? Would you? And while we're about it, perhaps I could show you a few things about how to use a library efficiently. I guess there are a few things I could learn. Let's begin at the card catalog. Now, I've made light of the fact that we have selected a topic that is just... Just egregious. Hey, wake up, George. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up, George. Uh, what? What? It is egregiously nerdy. Acknowledge it is. that. It is. Yeah. But, you know, even the nerdiest stuff, and you'll recall that early in the life of this podcast, we did a whole episode about rotary phones. So, I mean, hey, if we could do that, That's I don't right. know. That was rotary phones at least were technology based. I, I don't. <laughs> this is completely different. I don't. Like rotary phones had some intrigue and some interest and they developed into things later on the Dewey decimal system. What did it develop into later? Aha. I think there's going to be a payoff. If you stick okay. with me till the end All of the right. show, I'm going to sync it up to technology. I think you're going to be surprised or okay. completely disappointed. One or, or the other. <laughs> be one or the one other, of two sure. things will definitely happen. Well, right. Let me start by getting your attention. Probably the best, most famous use of the Dewey Decimal System, if you'll remember the opening of Ghostbusters. Oh, I thought you were going to say something like looking up a book. No, no, no. Right. No. <laughs> that we care about. Right? No, that we can actually care about. Yeah. The librarian was walking through the stacks and the drawers started opening and the cards were right. slinging out of there. Those were Dewey Decimal index cards flying out of the card catalog. So yeah. maybe the biggest appearance of the Dewey Decimal System in pop culture, the opening of Ghostbusters. Well, actually, I have another one I just thought of. Oh, do you? Lay it on me. Thank God. <laughs> Thank God. Breakfast Club. Remember? Oh, when okay. Bender is sitting there rearranging the, the cards yeah. in the card file? Yeah, Bender is messing with them. Yep. Yeah. Generation X is just replete with references to Dewey Decimal. <laughs> of course it would be. <laughs> so here's the thing. Let's start with a little bit of factual stuff. So the Dewey Decimal System came about and named after the guy that created it, Melville Dewey. In His name, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Hold yeah, on. Yeah. His name was Melville? Yeah, Melville. Not Melvin. Melville. Yeah. No, that, that fits. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's, 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 he's obviously a nerd him? back in the 1800s. Right, he's 1876. He's got tape on the bridge of his glasses. There's no question. <laughs> Pocket his protector. His name wasn't Brock or Errol Flynn or anything no, like that. No, it wasn't Brock Dash. No, no. It was, no. It was uh, my name is Melville Dewey. <laughs> I'd like to arrange your books. Yes. <laughs> 1876, Melville came up with this method of arranging nonfiction books. Prior to that, listen to this lunacy, libraries had arranged their books on permanent shelf locations in the order of acquisition. Oh my God. So just like when they got the book. Yeah, when did, when did I get it? I'm like, well, we got it today. Well, it goes at the end of the shelf. And next next huh. week you could get another book on the same topic and it could go to a wholly different shelf. You know, I guess that kind of makes sense though. In Just in a little bit, you think about the time, 1876, right? It's mm-hmm. not like they, number one, they probably didn't have a ton of books at that point. Yeah, I really, mean, like I'm sure five they or six some, most right. Just one shelf. Had four of them on they had a few more than the Shawshank Redemption <laughs> Library, maybe. But yeah, no, I mean, but when they would get them in, you had one or two choices before the Dewey system: alphabetical order, and that was either by mm-hmm. title or author. One yep. of those two choices, or just. 
I got a new book. Let me stick it on the end of the shelf. That one was probably the easiest one to do. Well, That's right. Uh, yeah. You'd have to reorganize your books that way, right? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, of course. Easier. Yep. But how do they put them back? It just at the end of the shelf again. It, we got a new one again. Here we go. Stick <laughs> just, it back in. I reacquired it. It's at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, they probably didn't take the books out of the library back then either. The books were probably just read there because I doubt they had a checkout system with little cards or anything at those in those libraries, did they? I don't know when that came about, but I mean, eventually they started checking them out. I'm sure. Ooh. Well, and yeah, books had to be much more precious at that point because it's oh, not yeah, like you had 50 expensive. copies yeah. in a library, right? Right, so right. That's a good point. I wouldn't let right. people take them out of my library if I had the book. Yeah, you know, at some libraries, even today, they won't let certain books out just because of how precious right. they are. So it makes sense. They're restricted yeah, every, section they were all in precious Harry Potter, then. yeah, with the chains right. and all. <laughs> Dewey Decimal is only used, by the way, for nonfiction. Fiction is organized alphabetically by the author's last name. Right. In fact, we could do a whole other backtrack all about organization oh God, no. of fiction. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know right. what kind of if we want our masochistic thing is going on here, but we're not doing <laughs> right. another podcast right. on organizing library books. Perhaps we run through every single other possibility. Maybe. Yeah. When we're uh, our finale yeah, exactly. episode. <laughs> alphabetization, everyone. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> yeah, because what it, like are we gonna have twenty six segments? Here's where you put the letter A books. Hey. Here's where you put the letter B books. Segment oh, two. God. Segment twenty six. <laughs> Guess what, kids? <laughs> Here's the the first big, maybe the last big shocker of this episode that I learned when I first suggested this backtrack on, on the Dewey Decimal System. It was because I'm like, well, that's gone, right? Yeah. It's, it's not gone. This oh, is really? still used in over sure. 200,000 libraries in 130 plus countries. Wow. Okay. Well, like, well, that I guess makes it makes sense because yeah. uh, not every place can be computerized. So, well, and even right. if it is computerized, you still have to have a physical location for the books on the shelves. So, why change what's already working? Exactly. So, what has gone away is the card catalog, the actual uh, index right. cards. That makes sense. That makes That's sense. what is phased out. But the actual classification, which is what DDS is all about, sounds really hip when I call it DDS, don't you think? No, it's not. It's a little bit hipper, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I, I'd say. <laughs> It's better. Well, the, the cool kids call it DDS. No, so that's I can't like do that, doctor no. of dental surgery. Is it what DDS means? Or it's not getting any better. It's, it's equally riveting. Dental yes. surgery. <laughs> All right. So let's start to drill into exact. Speaking of dentists, let's start to drill in. To, <laughs> hey, thank you, everyone. Let's start to drill into how it works. So basically, everything is broken into 10 main categories. And the, th the cool thing I learned is eventually, I remember when I was in school, like having a test, they would give you a book and say, tell us like where it would be in the shelf generally. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I, I remember that. Each category basically answers a question that nonfiction books answer. We'll start with the zeros, the zero, zero, zero category. And they call that generalities, basic information. <laughs> so we could answer anything. Put all okay. the books in zeros. Well, no, no, no. What so it's kind of everything that doesn't fall into one of the other main categories. It's very general and basic. And, and so the, the question it answers is, how do we organize information? So this includes stuff like encyclopedias and newspapers, books about libraries. That's pretty inception and metaphor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's books about libraries. Oh, my God. Yeah. Do uh, dictionaries going there? Yes. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Okay. Uh, curiosities Atlases, and wonders. That kind of thing. Yep. Yep. Like reference kind of things like that. Yep. 
It'll be in the zeros. So then you move into the hundreds, and that is philosophy and psychology. And that answers the question, who am I? So right, well, so philosophy deep. and psychology, okay. things we don't right. understand, UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. How did whoa, UFOs, what? ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens end up in who am I? I'm none of those things. You what if be? Bigfoot was reading it? I could be. <laughs> How do you know you're not an alien or a ghost? <laughs> you know, until you read the book, you, you might be. You don't know. Remember Apparently Sixth time Sense, life the whole time you had no idea. Me, I guess. <laughs> it's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> the two hundreds then answers the question, who made me? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so so here's a controversial moment. Some of the categories that fit into religion are Catholic, Jewish, Baptist, and mythology. <laughs> and with, well, okay. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it was a religion. I can see right? that. I mean, you know, they yeah, you know, philosophy. You know, in the Greek culture and everything, they thought Zeus made them all out of clay and everything. So yeah, sure, why not? Okay, you you read that differently than me. Like I heard it, I'm like, are they saying all the religions are mythology? Or mythology? Or they're saying <laughs> right, right? Oh, they're saying it's a, it's a type of belief system. Okay, I think so it's a type of belief in. system that just gets classified under mythology. Because in all honesty, and I'm not trying to you know upset anybody. I am a member of one of the religions that you read off, but I could see how somebody outside of that religion would classify my religion as mythology because they don't believe in it. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I see what you mean. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, from a very technical term, absolutely. Yeah, and it doesn't offend me or upset me or anything. It's just, it's a different term than what I would use. Right. I know I often have heard people say that uh, the only difference between re- religious people and atheists is that atheists have rejected just one extra God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, because you know what I mean? Because every other one has rejected all but theirs. And so, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. The 200s, religion, whatever your religion <laughs> may be. We're equal opportunity offenders here at Gen X Grown Up Believe. Us. <laughs> mm, now, the first thing, Gene, is to really get to know this card catalog. You should be able to put your hand on just about any drawer you want. Let me show you. You select a subject. Well, how about the scarlet letter? All right. We want the S drawer. S for Scarlet. But the title begins with V. Yes, but in our card catalog, we disregard V's, ands, and A's, so we look in the S drawer. Okay, so now that we're done deciding who George is and who made George, what about, are <laughs> yep. we going to get to the technology part of this? Because I'm really fighting to stay awake at this uh, point. Easy, easy. <laughs> we're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're, we're up to the 300s. We're going to get, we're going to connect it. Just stay with the, us. How are we going <laughs> to? Jesus. Well, the okay. good news is we All actually right. polled some of our fourth listeners on Facebook who had some memories about the Dewey Decimal System. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to sprinkle those in. It, it, it's great news. Yeah. You love our fourth listeners, don't you? I love our we fourth love listeners. Them. I just hate that we subjected them to this torture by asking them about <laughs> the Dewey Decimal so, System. Hey, it we was, should uh, apologize. They had choices. It was that's right. They didn't have to. They, nobody they held a gun to. to your head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the three hundreds social sciences that answers the question: Who lives next door? Oh. And that's talking about law. That's and what government. social studies was because I didn't remember that in middle school when I took social studies. They never told me who lived next door. In the broader sense, it's about your fellow man and how you interact with them. Right. So. Uh, Law and government, jobs and money, families and holidays, folk and fairy tales, stuff like that. That's folk the social and fairy sciences. tales is part of yeah. law and government? Wow. That's a broad... You made a fantastic point. Fantastic. <laughs> there are so many times when I took that little test in elementary school, it said, where do you categorize this? I was like, I'm sure I was right. And they'd be like, oh no, what is this, a book on nature? 
that goes into law. And like, well, wait, what? what? <laughs> how, does, how does that go under law? Exactly. Poor example, maybe, but it seemed very obvious where something would go. And they would go, well, no, actually, social sciences encompasses all of these. And that's a subset. You know, it's that's very, just a bunch of librarians specific. who were sitting there with nothing to do. And they it's just sadistic. want to rain on people's parades every time they answered a question. Oh, I think this should go over. Like, this is uh, how to build engines. So that goes in engineering. Oh, no, that needs to go over in philosophy. What? How does that go in philosophy? <laughs> I, I think they basically painted themselves in a corner by saying all the world's knowledge are fit into 10 categories. Maybe yeah, so. Good point. Well, maybe, right? It's philosophy because it's how I believe you should build an engine. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if you believe in the engine. All right, let's break this up. Let's inject one of our fourth listeners' comments. As I said, I put it on Facebook. Hey, we're talking about the Dewey Decimal System. Memories, anyone? Uh, so the first fourth listener that chimed Bueller, in was Bueller. T2. Yeah. T2, all right. He says, I remember the catalog from middle school. Oh, wait a second. Happy birthday, T2. His what? birthday was a couple days ago. Yep. Oh, that's right. Happy birthday to you. Technically, everyone's birthday was at some point in the past, so we should say that to everyone. Yeah, or true. in the future. Oh, yeah. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Does that fall under number 100 or 200? Is that philosophy and psychology or religion? It's who it, am I? It's philosophy. I believe oh, it was okay. T2's The librarian was so super protective of it. I also remember serving detention and having to add and remove cards from it for an hour at a time. I'm pretty sure it contributed to my mild OCD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. First of all, if my detention was adding and removing cards from the card catalog, they'd have been a very upset library when I got done with my detention. I can tell you that right there. (laughs) Would you have done it incorrectly to not be asked again? Absolutely. I'd have been (laughs) breakfast club bendering all over that place. We learned so much about George in this podcast. Yeah, I well, know. You're in detention. Him. It's not like you're happy to be there. So, of course, you're going to do some wrong stuff. Okay. You, you know, I'm the detention. opposite. I could not, even if I wanted to do it wrong, I could not have slept at night if I knew that I put a card out of order somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's out of order. I got to go back tonight and fix it. <laughs> I'm breaking to the school. What are you doing there? Why are you breaking to school? There's a card out of order. <laughs> T2 continues to say, I remember the smell and the feel of it. Confession, I still prefer real paper books with covers and pages. When we had library periods, I remember searching through random drawers to find the oldest <laughs> card in the drawer and going to see what the old book looked like. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cool. Like a little yeah. library scavenger yeah. hunt almost. Yeah. Which, so basically, he did not do anything that Dewey Decimal taught him. He just looked for the oldest yellowed card, but still it worked. <laughs> he was like Indiana Jones of the book stacks. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. It's somewhere in the warehouse. He's going to go back and find <laughs> it. <laughs> I wonder if they used the Dewey Decimal system in that warehouse and where did the Ark and the Covenant fit in? Who am I? Uh, philosophy? I'm a, I'm going to keep getting philosophy always. Like, yeah, I believe that's, that's, that's where I left I think that would <laughs> be religion. That wouldn't be under 200. I think you're right. Yeah, what's well, the Ark of the Covenant? Yeah, I think it's I under know. religion. Maybe it's under home improvement. <laughs> 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 How to build an Ark. Oh, it's, it's, it, no, no, it's not that it's kind not of arc. That kind it's, it's, of it's, arc. A, it's a different kind of arc. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a no arc. They get it. Are you with John where you didn't watch Raiders of the Lost Ark now? I watched Raiders of the Lost no, Ark no, many, no. many times. Okay. We've all seen that many times. Okay, good. <laughs> T2 winds it up by saying, I remember being fascinated that someone had devised a system to put every single book that had been written and would be written in specific order. And theoretically, that order would be the same in every library in the same language. Kind of mind blowing. It kind of is, actually. Yeah. And the fact that everyone uses it. See there, you were trash talking my topic and now our minds are blown. See there? Boom. I did. Well, technically, T2 mean my did mind it, is not blown me. in a good way. It's still trash, but that's okay. <laughs> 
Ow! My butt! So I still remember back in uh, middle school, I had a social studies teacher that would assign these like projects and we had to have like four book references. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was always the hardest yep. part. You got to have four book references. Oh, bibliography. Yeah, so, and of course, you know, that. the school library was not good. So we had to go like to the public library or one of the other bigger ones. And it was definitely not a, oh, I'm going to methodically search this to find four things. It's like, no, I'm going to randomly pick books until the I first find four, four things books, that sort right? of fit. Whatever I can find four books that match on, that's my topic. That's my yep. topic. Exactly. <laughs> Done. Uh, look, so let's talk about the 400s. I talk about, a little pun there, 400s are language. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, Answers the sense. question, how can I talk to others? Any language, French, German, Italian, uh, dictionaries fit in there. This feels like we're playing Jeopardy. Now see, Mo, didn't you ask where dictionaries go yeah. and I say they were up in the zeros? They're not. They're the 400s. It's under They're language. In the 400s. That you see, there, there's Actually, that thing that where I was sense. sure it was right. <laughs> see, John would be searching for hours for dictionaries and not finding them. I would and never. And they're like, they're in the 400s, Nimrod. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Even sign language fits into the 400s. It's a kind yeah, of language. that makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's a language. Okay. Yeah. I suppose that. Klingon would be in there too. It's a language. That's a I mean, you see, it's so gray. Where does it go? Is, is that fiction? Is that a language? Is, is it I, I argue fiction? it's a language. Yeah. It's, no, it's, hasn't that been recognized it's a real language. as an official language? It absolutely language? is. Yeah. Well, Hell what yeah. makes it a language a real language? It has to have articles and it has to have all the All the parts of language. Like, yeah, like noun, yeah. verbs, pronouns. Prepositions and adjectives and it has, has to, to have, have all structure. Because yep. there was a, another one I just read an article about the Game of Thrones. One of their languages is now being oh, really? officially recognized, I think. Oh, oh. just in time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right for the end. <laughs> yeah. Then you got your number 500. 500s are natural sciences and mathematics. That answers the question, what's around me? Mathematics yeah, so, is around me? Yeah, yeah. You see? Isn't that weird? But it's anything that happens by itself. Rocks, trees, weather, oceans, rivers, dinosaurs, plants, space, moon, stars, math, time, chemistry. All that fits mm, in there. So evolution, boy, I guess, we're going there. They're stretching right? a lot of this stuff, man. <laughs> It's such a broad topic because, you know, like T2 said, you have to fit everything that exists and everything that might exist into a broad category. Yeah. So go I'm kind of with Mo. They, I think they they limit, they mess themselves up by only doing 10 categories. That's where this all stems from, all this weird placement of things. <laughs> well, you know, when it pays off later, it's going to make a little more focus. It's not going to be quite wax on, wax off like Karate Kid, but it's going to make a little more sense as we round up the fourth turn at the end of the show. I, I hope. hope it I'm, does because I don't see that happening, but okay. <laughs> This is a biography. Now, can you notice the differences? Oh, the name is in capitals and in red. Is that what you mean? Yes, that's right. In some libraries, we mark subject cards with capitals, in some with red. Now, what do you do next? Oh, look for the book. That's right. Only to look efficiently, we'd better take the number of the book. Oh, all right. Do I need all the number? Yes, both lines. We'll see why a little later. Okay, so we established that dictionaries don't belong in the 100s. They go in the 400s, right? That's right. Okay, so now we know that. That's one one more piece of knowledge out there. So- how does this fit into technology? Well, I'm happy you asked because the 600s are technology and applied sciences. Wait, is this that's, what you're talking that about? That was earlier, your big though? tie-in. No, no, no. That's coming later. It's, oh, it's still coming. Oh. It's still coming. Oh, okay, okay, just for sure. <laughs> it's Man, the old switcheroo. You know, this how that feels works. like a bad slot machine that just never pays off. <laughs> just, but you can't quit. If you quit, the next guy's going to win. You got to stick I know. with it. Yeah, you got to. Because this could only get better. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with that, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so, all right. Oh, my butt. So technology and applied scientist answers the question, how can I use nature? How can I use a dictionary or well, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's cars and boats and planes and computers and pets and farm animals and medicine and the human body. I don't think I want to know the answer to that question as it relates to farm animals. <laughs> how can I use nature? <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to know. I think that's the, that's another section, I'm sure, right? <laughs> it depends where you grew up, whether or not you had that section, right. I think. Yeah, that come as part of like recreation or? Right, like a whole different meaning to animal husbandry. Ah. Oh, I had to go there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to a fourth listener comment. <laughs> so Clint wrote in on Facebook. Hey, Clint. And he said, screw the Dewey Decimal System. Yay, what? Clint. <laughs> no, no, that's not all he said. Oh. <laughs> Although that may be the favorite comment of the day, right? <laughs> he says, I want a card catalog in good condition. I could use all those little wooden drawers in my garage. It holds all kinds of small tools and screws and stuff. I'm sure. That's very true. I've seen people people do that. I've seen people have those same kind of little drawers. I don't yes, know if they were from yeah. a card catalog, but those same little drawer types for screws and nuts and bolts and all that stuff in their garage. But remember how long those drawers were? Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah I still remember yeah. Like, sometimes though you'd actually pull them all the way out. Like they were made to pull all the way out so you could go put them on a table. You could take them out and set them up on them. top of the cabinet or take them to a table. Now, yeah. There's a tie into technology. How'd they make it so those things could extend all the way out and not just snap off and not fall with just the slightest pressure? Because those things were at least what, like three, four foot long, it felt like. Well, when that's you were where a you kid? go to section six hundred. Right. Technology and applied science. <laughs> technology and applied science. You can learn all about it. You see how this is applying to your everyday life? Now, George, I guess it's just like, you know, the teachers in school. You'll use this someday. Yeah, apparently we did for a while. (laughs) Well, you're not dead yet. It still could be true (laughs) (laughs) someday. (laughs) All right. So then we get into what is probably the best part of the Dewey Decimal System sections. Zebra 700, the arts and recreation section. And that is what can I do for fun? (laughs) Not read the Dewey Decimal System cards in the card catalog. Is that in there? Like such a jock. Oh, George. <laughs> that includes stuff like dance and theater and music, uh, jokes, riddles, and sports. Da, da, da. See? See? So don't discount jocks. We're in there. Well, you weren't in the library, but you were inside the books. <laughs> Something about us was in the library. You know, I'm just thinking back to those drawers that pulled out. They're like, they're like TARDIS drawers. Like they always pulled out right. farther than the cabinet seemed to be as large. Yeah. Like it's still coming. It's like a magician's handkerchief <laughs> that he keeps pulling out of his sleeve. <laughs> Oh, and bonus nerd points for the Doctor Who reference. Thank you very much. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember them being like huge banks and banks of those yeah. things at the library. And I'll, I'll never forget, you go there and you get the car and you remember the cards. They had the little... They weren't all the way whole at the bottom. They had the little tabs that fit down right, in those three little out. bar systems and you could right, pull them yep. out and pop them back in. Yep. And I always wondered like what would happen if you tore one of those little tabs? Like oh, would somebody no. just lose their mind or something? Yeah, <laughs> there's someone lose their shit on you for sure. Somewhere a librarian like spidey sense is going off like a tab has been torn. <laughs> yeah. Remember the yeah, Ghostbusters? Yeah. Yes. Remember what the ghost did? She oh. went shh. Well, after that. Oh, oh, when she when they say get her out and turned into crazy, yeah. Yeah, which yes. I'm sure that's what happens. Oh, when that's you mess what the librarian would do when you tear the tab. Is that what you're <laughs> yes. saying? That's <laughs> oh, where I was going. Long boat. Oh, way, gotcha. Yeah. We got there. Hooray. Well done. Yay. We had to go all the way through the 300s to the 700s <laughs> to get there, but we finally got there. <laughs> just, wait, where do ghosts go? Do we know? Can we figure that out? That, that's got to be, hold on. Ghosts, we already had that. There was a ghost yes, thing did. in there. It's 100. There you go. See, you're teachable. George is teachable. We tricked him into learning about the Decimal no, system. I went back and looked at the notes. I didn't oh, okay. learn anything. Well, it's an open book test, so I still taught you. I win. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know about finding the books on the shelves? Well, I know they're organized into sections, 100s, 200s, and 300s. Is that what you mean? Part of what I mean, Jean. Have you ever noticed this chart? It's a summary of the organization system we call the Dewey Decimal System. Use it, study it, and become familiar with it, especially those sections you use frequently. Each number means something. All right, George, Mo, listen yeah. up. Okay. In this segment, I'm going to yeah. circle back to the part where the Dewey Decimal System links right up to modern cool technology. So stay mm. tuned. Okay. It's oh, going to happen. Yet? It's going to happen. This is going to happen. Game of Thrones. Not right now, but before the end of this segment. Before. <laughs> <laughs> but first, we must talk about the 800s, which include oh, literature and rhetoric. <laughs> literature and rhetoric answers the question, what are man's recorded deeds? Now, this one always threw me for a loop. And this is 800s. Yeah, the yeah, 800s. That's all fiction. Exactly. So literature, apparently, with a capital L, is not classified as fiction. What? Right? Thank you. So poems and plays and Shakespeare, all of that goes that's into all literature. fiction. All of that is fiction. Everything you just said is total fiction. That's I'm the whole not point. disagreeing with you. I'm telling you that Melville Dewey, with the tape on his glasses, deemed it appropriate that literature goes to the 800. Can we go back and smack Melville Dewey at some point? You had to dig him up, I'm afraid. I think he got paid off. <laughs> Shakespeare slipped him a 50 under the table and <laughs> said, hey, psst, psst, don't put me in the alphabetical section, buddy. Yeah, put me, I want my whole section by, by myself. Good Lord. So as we're narrowing in on the technology part of this, so we talked about the 100, the 200, the 300s. That's that first digit. But every digit thereafter means something more, like it's further classified. So a cool little point of trivia is that William Shakespeare is the only category in the entire Dewey Decimal System devoted to a single author. He is number 822.33. Nothing but Shakespeare works. Really? Oh, that's Man, how self-serving. Where was Dewey from? Is he from England? That's He had to be from England. <laughs> he probably, right. Well, I mean, Shakespeare is pretty prolific. I mean, even if you argue that he didn't write everything that's attributed to him, he's damn prolific. Well, so, or whatever they're calling Shakespeare, because remember, there's a lot of people who believe Shakespeare was a bunch of different authors that... Right, as I said, you know, you what, know whoever you attribute it to, the, the, the lump sum works of Shakespeare is lots of stuff. Yeah, true. But still, does it need its own single category? I don't know. Apparently, they thought well, so. Well, it's okay. a weird category, dot three three. I mean... Yeah, 822.33. What's dot three four? I'd love to know that at this point. That's Frank Shakespeare. Hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did you say? So it was his brother Frank. <laughs> his brother Frank Shakespeare. <laughs> <laughs> All of his relatives are in dot three four, but William had his own dot three. Yeah, yeah exactly. right. Uh, let's listen to one more fourth listener who had something to say about the Dewey Decimal System. This time it was Michael who chimed in. Hey, Michael. And he said, finding a book using this system is a lost art. Yeah. And he's right. Lost is, yeah, is a big part of that. <laughs> I got lost in the library, that's for sure. Yeah, because you're looking in religion and you should be in philosophy or something. <laughs> who the hell knows where you're supposed to be? He says, my high school library had a dedicated area for the case. Yeah, I think most libraries did. Right. Yep. We also had a class on how to use it properly. That's what I was talking about with yep. the yeah. test. We did yeah. that in elementary yeah. school, I remember. Yeah. Yep. yep. It was like a giant Rolodex for books. Uh, speaking true. of it Gen was. X Tech, he says, who still has a Rolodex? Right. Oh, oh wow. Like I an don't. official Rolodex, branded Rolodex. That's a good question. I don't have one. Yeah. I mean, I it's a similar card. With a big metal door that rolled on, like a roll top That's door. That's got to be something you got to try and find, like at your Goodwill or Salvation Army. Yeah. Yeah. That'd Those be a cool. fun video just to try and go find a Rolodex. Oh, wow. that's, oh man. I, done. I have to go look. <laughs> if I, I find 
one. You could bet. Go store it. And I could put some cards in it. There'll be three cards in it. There'll be me, Mo, and George. Everybody. Right. So, <laughs> you want to like flip it so you have to spin the knob. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Right. You spin the knob because it's in that big circular wheel. Oh, mm-hmm. I want one so bad now. Now you want. <laughs> oh, damn it, Michael. If you get one of those, yep. we have to put them on tables at conventions. Right. Because kids will be like, what's this? Right. And they <laughs> could just flip it and take our card out. And then they'll yeah, be oh, like, there you go. more enamored with it. Maybe they'll actually Ooh, you know, I like go it. find oh, it. Oh, yeah. We put our, our business cards in the it's Rolodex. Oh, my God. That's genius. <laughs> wow. <laughs> done and done. Yep. I like it. He's teachable and he has good ideas. Yeah, well, I've always said he had good ideas. I just thought he'd Why do I feel like the class mascot pet at this point who's stuck over in the corner? Look, we can get him to do flips and tricks. Look at this. Well, because you're playing boy, sports. Well, you, boy. you were in the sports and stuff. And, you know, me and John were like going to libraries. It's our turn to shine. Damn jocks. So. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're almost there. 900s, okay. last major category, geography and history and biography. This is basically answering the question, how can I leave a record? This is hmm. oh, historical okay. records of countries, states, Biographies, historical events, war, travel books, all that kind okay. of stuff. How can Wait, I so leave a record? Eight hundred. Well, eight hundred is literature that seems to be specifically fiction that's classified under the nonfiction <laughs> system, apparently. Oh, I see. Whereas geography, history, and biography is, is real stuff that's still nonfiction. Got it. I'll go with that. That makes sense to me. Damn, George has got a handle on this shit. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, he got this. Wow. Maybe in previous life he was librarian. Oh God. All right, guys, we're there. Are you ready? We, <laughs> oh, we've arrived. Are we here. We were this at. was the coolest thing that I learned in researching the Dewey Decimal System. Okay, because if this is if this doesn't pay off big, you know <laughs> we're we're both going to be really pissed because you built yeah, this up. Too I'm expecting high. something here. Like my mind is going to be like Avengers Endgame. It's going to be a three hour discussion <laughs> to really pay off all this setup. <laughs> yeah, no, this isn't like Oak Island here. Come on, <laughs> you have to actually something you find something. You have to find right. something real here. <laughs> so let me drill into an example. So what did I tell you the five hundreds were? You guys remember? Uh, I can back in the notes. Natural science. Science. Natural science. Natural science. There you go. Natural science. That's right. Okay. That's the first digit. The five hundreds. Natural science. That second digit drills down further. Right. So the five tens are mathematics. Yeah. Okay. All right. The five twenties astronomy. The five nineties are zoological sciences. So the second digit is a subcategory. Right. So now you really have ten categories in the five hundreds. Right. You got five, and then the next number is a subcategory. So natural science, mathematics, natural science, astronomy. Blah blah blah. You got it. Exactly okay. right. Yeah, right. The sense. third Makes digit. Sense. So let's, let's go, keep going down these zoological sciences. So animals, right? So the five nineties are all those. And then you have these subsections within there. So five, nine, five is just called other invertebrates. Huh? Uh, okay. All right. And then you can drill in further. Five, nine, five dot seven are insects. Because oh. insects are other invertebrates, which are part of zoological sciences. Exactly. Five, nine, five dot seven, eight are lipidoptera. What the what fuck? Yeah, we keep going. Is a subcategory called Lipidoptera that are kinds of insects. What? So did he base this off of that whole science? Remember the class phylum, all that bullshit? Did he base that off of that or was it the other way around? It is is a classification system. The classifications fit in this. And this is why it's infinitely expandable because you can just keep adding decimal points and adding categories. Wow. And so finally you can get down to 595.789 butterflies, specifically. Just books about butterflies. Oh, I see. So it's insects type of insects. And if you want monarch butterflies, you go 
five nine five seven eight nine one maybe possibly yeah or seven nine zero or seven eight seven or seven eight six wow so the further you go into the number from the dewey decimal system the more specific until finally you find exactly what you're looking for right because then you should have a number for for a specific book at that point exactly well, yeah but that's what i'm curious about like okay so let's say there are two books on butterflies and they're so they both get the number five nine five no, dot seven well, eight nine i think it's uh they added the author's a letter or something that's like right that, it's, it's followed by the the first letter of the author's last name so you can well, god find help it. you if you writes two books on butterflies the same <laughs> well, guy but, but, things that but they'll be right, be right next, next to, each to each other they're literally going to be within inches of one another so I you found so. it now you're and in the so butterfly you're flipping through the cards you'll find one and then right after you probably find the other you got Man, it you got it my brain is so, just hurting hyper-focused, right focused you can go from natural science all the way down to specifically butterflies does that sound like anything we use on a daily basis in your professional life george why why are you asking me because you're an it expert you're a professional i am this was an early form of IP addressing. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Think about how IP addresses work, right? So the yeah. first octet gets you in the general area. And then the I mean, next one is more specific. Because there's subnet masks and That's right, because like you have that, masks, that, so you can find yeah. it out. But this became more and more specific. So as you're drilling into an IP address, you find, you know, like kind of the region where you're going and like the right. continent and you get deeper and deeper. And then within a certain network and then a specific computer on that network, this was basically the Google of libraries before there were computers. It's a little bit of a reach, but I'll give it to you. Yeah. Um, um. It so was. It so was. Think about the fact that you had thousands, millions of books you had to categorize, and it was nearly impossible. It's like how we have millions of computers on the internet today. Yeah, we've even had to invent a new IP address language now. Right. Yeah, we had to get the V6 eventually, right? Yep. But by that IP address, they can find where George is watching porn anywhere on the planet. They can, they can. and they have, <laughs> and I get plenty of emails all the time telling me how my kids camera has been recorded and they've got a <laughs> video side screen. I keep asking them to send me the video so I can share it out, but they never do. <laughs> so you can share it out. I'm not embarrassed. I'm 48 years old and married. What do I care? Like, everybody's seen what I got. It's nothing, nothing special. <laughs> yeah, nothing special. <laughs> Doesn't bother me at all, but... Okay, I see where you're going with that. Because I thought it was pretty cool to think about this guy in 1876 essentially created the same system that we ultimately use for the entire internet today in order to find a specific book the way we find a specific computer or device on the network. And I thought that was pretty damn cool. That is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, I give you that. That is pretty cool. I mean, I would never have gone there, but I am I can see where you did. Well, I always like people who come up with ideas that have room to grow. Like, they're not just thinking for today, right? They're thinking like, okay, this absolutely how did. can this, how, yeah. well, how will I use this further down? Like, now, how would future generations use this system? And they kind of account for that, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty said, neat. Still in use today, hundreds of thousands of libraries and 130 plus countries so the card catalog gone just like we said but it, it still works people yeah. are still if mo if you write a book tomorrow nonfiction, of course write a book tomorrow, or if you're shakespeare like, right yeah well, okay mo if assuming you're not shakespeare if you wrote a nonfiction <laughs> book tomorrow there is a specific number in the dewey decimal system that it would belong to guaranteed yeah there's a place same to number all across the world wouldn't it it would across well, the at world at least in 100%. 135 plus countries yeah you got it all right <sighs> that's the magic of the dewey decimal system okay i'm not calling that magic no wait a second Hold up. So I was debating whether to tell this story about okay. the Dewey Decimal System that wait, me personally. Wait, wait, You have a story I about have a story the Dewey Decimal System? about the Dewey Decimal System that oh. I'm hesitant to bring up because I would still like to date someday. <laughs> Just- but... I feel that there's absolutely no way you could not tell the story I, exactly. at this point. I feel at this point I need to tell it. Okay. So <laughs> late on me back when I was in, I think fifth grade, 
or something like that. Okay. I was like, my school schedule was different than my brother's. So there was like this week where I was going to be basically home by myself. And the last thing my dad likes is idle time. You know, he doesn't like me just sort of hanging out. Oh, I don't hands make the devil's workshop. Yeah, all that, that kind of thing. thing. Right. I mean, he was just like, he all was right. keep me busy. And my dad was, he was a voracious reader. He read history books. I mean, just read just, I mean, we had a thousand books in our house at least. And so I had the job that week to categorize every single one of his books and put them in order of Dewey Decimal System and make a card catalog. <gasps> oh, his personal library? I made a personal card catalog for him. Holy oh my God. shit. Wow. Mo, Did you he win. give you like the little drawers and everything? Thing? Well, he brought, yeah, he brought like, well, we, he used like a box, but he had like the index cards with fit in it. Oh, and, he needed wow. Rolodex. And so I went for <laughs> that. And I, he, got, he bought me little stickers. <laughs> I could put them on the bindings and write the numbers Holy on. Holy crap. Oh, that's amazing. Lord. So that's what I spent a week on when I was in fifth grade. Wow. How wow. did you not murder him? Oh my God. <laughs> Actually, this is the saddest part is I thought it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was like a treasure hunt. Because I find the book, my dad would like a book on, you know, history of Napoleon, whatever, right? And I'd have to go look up, okay, what's the what's the number for history? What's the one for this type of drilling, history? Drilling, drilling, drill drill wow. right? And so, I, it, you know, so be able to find all that out. And I was like, okay, so it's blah, 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 blah. You know, yeah, and it's not number. like you were using Google to figure that out either. No, I had no. actually, my, he brought me a book of the Dewey Decimal System catalog, like the numbers. Uh, there's a need. book. Wait a minute. How meta wait, is wait. that? There is a book on the Dewey we Decimal know. System. Of course. Yeah. It belongs in the zeros under generalities. <laughs> books about <laughs> libraries. Exactly. It basically tells you like all the categories. Like, like if you want to see butterflies, you can look at this book, look up butterflies, and it'll say butterflies is number blah, 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 blah. Wow. That's just and crazy. And so he brought that. It's it massive book. I don't know where he even found it. That's some major nerd cred right there, my that was, friend. I know. I, 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 I'm hesitant to, you know, I'm I'm going to die a virgin, but You know, right okay. now, somewhere, Weird Al Yankovic is going, can I touch you, Mo? Can I touch you? <laughs> <laughs> You're somehow geekier than I am. I mean, I, so, I respect yeah. that. Of course, the, the hard, the interesting part is when I found the joy of sex, I had no idea what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> the book or the information therein? Both, actually. I'm like, is this part of... Is this entertainment? Is this part of who made me? Is this entertainment? Is this recreation? Is this... It, it, it fits in every category. I can't believe it. I can't Technology and applied sciences? Check. Yeah, exactly. Arts and recreation? Check. <laughs> Farm animals? Double check. <laughs> this is it. Say, that wasn't so hard to find. And thanks, Miss Wilson. I'll remember what you've taught me. Of course, this is only the beginning for Jean. She has much more to learn, such as the arrangement of fiction. But she's made a start. Before long, her searching for materials should be quick and efficient. If there was anything in this show you'd like to learn more about, the show notes which accompany each episode are full of links to click and explore. Catch up on past episodes and get pinged every time a new one's released by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And you know, iTunes reviews help more than you know, so if you haven't yet, please rate and review us in the iTunes app. And if you have a friend who isn't yet listening, why not? Tell them about us, they'll thank you later. You're our fourth listener, and we'd love to read your emails right here on the show, so hit us up at podcast at genxgrownup.com. And finally, Gen X Grown Up is more than just this podcast. Our YouTube channel has hundreds of videos ready for you to enjoy, plus you can find our entire body of work on genxgrownup.com. George, Mo, fourth listener, I have some great news for all of you. Yeah. yeah. We have reached the end of the Dewey Woo-hoo! Decimal System oh, backtrack. <laughs> Yay! <laughs>
Man. Oh. Not a oh. second too soon as that no-goes is wearing the hell off, I'm telling you. It's wearing off. Oh my Before God. we leave, I must blame the wonderful people who support this lunacy over on Patreon. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Will, Thomas, Slomo, Jessica, Dana, T2, Steen, Agile, Corey, Marcus, and Stubaka. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It is their fault. These are the people who support Gen X Grown Up well, Financially. Well, they more after this one, but we'll see. Over right? the, up until this podcast, they supported Gen X Grown Up Financially. <laughs> A mass exodus next week. Oh. John can do this all in half a syllable. <laughs> these are all these are all the Our, folks next week who support us. Tries. A couple of dollars a month. They keep the lights on. They support what we do here on the podcast over on YouTube and the website. If you want to join them to supporting what we do, hey, it was you fun. can head over to patreon.com slash Gen X Grown Up and join this noble group of individuals. We sure would love to have you along for the ride. John, also, there's a lot of benefits with being a Patreon member. There are. Yeah. yeah. Like, I know that there's tons of stuff that for time or just because we were rambling too long, you just cut out. I can't imagine we ramble too long. We kind of ramble I suppose it does bit. happen. Yeah, we do sometimes. Wait, <laughs> are we in like minute 49 of this podcast? Because if so, we rambled on for 48 minutes too long on this time. <laughs> <laughs> but the good thing about us rambles is that, you know, you can take them all, collect them together, and you put them out there as special podcasts just for our Patreon members. That's right. So if anyone who enjoys listening to this craziness that we call a podcast, <laughs> you want to hear more, stuff that just doesn't make it for time or topic or content or whatever, yeah, we prune that out. You have extra podcast available stuff that you can listen to. Yeah, it could be John was pissed off at us that day. Just cut all our stuff out. Who knows? <laughs> just, <laughs> that won't happen here. I'm using every second. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to do it for this show then we will be back in two weeks with another backtrack and next week with a regular edition of our show as always until then I am John Mo thank you for being here always fun man George you know I appreciate you yes sir and fourth listener we appreciate you most of all we will talk to you next time bye bye see you guys take care everybody no life no fun don't you know that you're a grown up no games no puns Gen X Grown Up is a member of the Evergreen Podcast family. Learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com. We're also an affiliate of the Geeks Worldwide Radio Network. You can check them out at the GWW.com. Oh, goddamn. That's fantastic. All right, we're good. <laughs> Uh, this is more of a podcast about us than it is about the two decimal <laughs> system. That's, is, the, be that's, that's the best part. It's just like a skeleton to hang stories on. That's great. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotis, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Chipotas. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.